Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Wow, what an incredible time of worship. Sean, you know what I'm really enjoying about this time? What's that? I am loving the fact of bringing that worship experience into my home, my living room. Right. With my kids and with my family, it's just been so real. I hope you're experiencing the same thing at home, uh, just this in this season, to not look at it as a wasted season, but as a beautiful season of growth, as a beautiful season of finding God in a new way. That's our prayer for you. And welcome to this conversation. We're in the series, Overcome. 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 Dude, that's the word, man. Tell you what, baby. And I'm here with Sean. Sean the man. Uh, I love you, Sean. And fellow creative, uh, runs Stars and Bars Creative. (laughs) I just, I love what God's doing in your life. You and Robin have just become so precious to me and Ashley and just your friendship, um, the way we do life together, the way we're journeying in our faith together. Um, I just love it, man. So thanks for being here thanks today. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. It, you'll notice we're, we're on a rooftop right now, overlooking the city. There's Philadelphia right there. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, I just we want to talk today about uh, generosity yeah. and just really being content. You know, there's this whole series is based off of, you know, the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and the marriage of that and the power that's in those. When we own what God is doing and really step into it as our story and our testimony, um, there's so much power in that. The enemy can't stand against you. Uh, and my prayer for you in this series is that this is more than just another good inspirational message, but this transforms the way you approach your life transforms the way you think about things, the way you pray over things. Last week, we even talked about like praying as an overcomer, mm-hmm. you know, using the word of God. And so my prayer for you today is that, you know, you come away ready to take on God's heart for you, yeah. God's heart for your life. So thanks for being here, man. Thanks, man. I'm ready to dive in. Let's do it. I'm ready to dive in. So been on this journey with you. I feel like, you know, since we got back in contact, so long, long story short, y'all, it's been a crazy journey of knowing each other. Right. Without knowing each other. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, Doc came to our youth group back in the day. Mm-hmm. Sean John was there, mm-hmm. a part of the crew. And, you know, we had a whole amazing night together and didn't think too much of it. Years later, here we are in Philadelphia doing life together. The other day we were talking, and um, I was talking to Doc, and I was like, hey, remember that, that big concert you guys had the Village? Someone got engaged there, and you're like, Hi. That was me. <laughs> Like what? Right. That's crazy. Such a surreal night, man. It is, uh, but it's been fun. It's been great, man. I'm I'm definitely enjoying that. Um, you guys are a part of my life, man. Uh, mm. You guys have added a lot to me and Robin. It's been a be- beautiful time, man. Mm. Beautiful I love time. it. Well, today I want to talk about generosity and just stepping out in faith. Yeah. Um, and and you know when we think about generosity, automatically our minds go to money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to break down that you know the stereotypical because it really isn't all about money. It's about a obedience. Yeah. Um, it's the three T's, right? Time, talent, and treasure. Yeah. And I feel like you've been on a, a, just a roller coaster ride of faith Dude. this last year. Can yeah. you take us back to the moment where this kind of really all started to unfold? Yeah. So uh, last year, me and Robin, uh, we had been in our family church for years. I'd grown up there for 20 plus years. 
And, um, you know, God had started dropping seeds of words uh, just that, you know, it was time to move on. And it was like devastating to me, dude. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, well, God, this is where I've been all this time. You know, wow. I'm being faithful. You know, why, why would you tell me it's time to go? Yeah. And um, there were just things that were just happening. And it was just like, you know, becoming blatantly obvious. And um, I remember like there was a particular Sunday. I was in the back of the church and, um, you know, he just like shook me so hard. He said, it's time to go. Like, I'm preparing a place. And I'm like, well, God, that's stuff you said in the Bible, but it's like, mm-hmm. where, where are we supposed to go? Like, what's next? Don't worry about it. Just know it's time to go. Mm, and that's so uh, hard. I told Robin and uh, she was like, well, no. <laughs> I love all the people here. And, you know, we, we've been here and we're enjoying ourselves. It's like, I just, I just feel God saying it's time to go. And, um, <clears throat> you know, for a moment, you know, I kind of like doubted. It was like, maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's just me. And uh, he just revealed that, it, you know, this is definitely it. This is definitely the move. And uh, we eventually started coming to change. And I remember uh, back at the beginning of the year, we were talking about Unveiled Wonder. And that's literally been uh, what God has been doing this entire year, man. Wow. Take us to that moment, man, where, you know, God said, go. Uh, how hard was that to not know next i'm sure there's there's those watching that maybe feeling that tug yeah um, whether it's to go or to lay something down yeah it's hard it's super hard because a, a lot of times you know it may be something that doesn't affect just you it could be something that affects your family yeah uh it could be something that affects your finances your income you know all different facets of life can be changed by the word of god and you know we as humans we feel as though we want to have some sort of control over it mm-hmm. But sometimes releasing that control could be, you know, the releasing of your breakthrough. You could be holding yourself back from the gifts that God has stored up for you just because these are things that are common or, you know, things that you know all the time. It's it's just a releasing that has to happen in order to receive what God has. What what did it take for you to make that first step? Because I'm sure it was... Like you said, it was difficult, right? Because you've been there for years. And sometimes when God asks us to do something and we don't understand the why, we don't understand the what even of like, what's on the other side of it. You know, what did it take for you? I mean, take us into your process. Take into your, what were you praying? What were the prayers you were praying? You know, I was, I was praying. I was saying, God, just reveal it to me and make it perfectly clear. And literally that's exactly what happened. The things that, you know, the, the motives that I had for doing what I was doing or staying where I was, just like, nope, that's not it. That's not your motive. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a challenging of my faith. It was just like, okay, you say you trust me. You say that you believe me. Show me that you believe me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's got to go beyond the lip service in a sense. Yeah. You know, what does your heart say? What does your life say? Yeah. Those are the things that honor God. And if you honor him with your obedience, I'm discovering, because I'm new here, (laughs) I'm discovering that when you obey God, those are the unlocking keys to his favor. And for me, that was where I found his unveiled wonder. Wow. Wow. So take us into after that, you make the step, right? You step out in faith, find yourself in a church family, you know, but but take us into your life then, because I remember those conversations we have about what God was drawing you to do. Yeah. Coming out of that, you know, it was towards the end of the year. 
and uh, you know, you start coming up with New Year's resolutions, mm -hmm. things that you're believing God for. God, this is my word for the year. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> title you, your year, man. <laughs> title, title your year. year. Title your year. And uh, you know, he told me. He said, "Hey, the things that you don't see in the physical form, see with your faith." Wow. Say that again, brother. The things that you can't see in physical form, see with your faith. And it was, it was one of those words. It was just like, okay, God, just as clear as you told me it was time to go. This is the word that you gave me. Mm. We didn't have a church home at the time. Yeah. But this is what he was like planning in my soul. Like Come this on. was something I would wake up with. I would go to sleep with it. I'm like, okay, God, I need to see something different. So if I can't see it in my hand, I'm going to see it in faith. Wow. And I remember echoing those words to Robin. And I was like, Robin, can you just like believe God with me on this? And I remember there was a night you know, we, we made an offering and, you know, we, we put some money up on something and literally went down the list of all our family and friends and started calling their names individually and said, God, just honor this sacrifice, mm. honor this sacrifice with your word. Wow. And that's when it became perfectly clear that, you know, this is what it's going to take in order to get where you're called to be. Mm. It was a beautiful thing, man. Wow. Beyond that, uh, you know, 2020 started. And it was a great year. This was, you know, everybody was super excited. <laughs> I wear glasses, so I, I figured, you know, hey, 2020, this is the year of vision. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that definitely changed. And uh, not for the bad, in a sense. Like, you know, we're home with COVID and everything like that. But um, God revealed some, uh, some challenges that we had to get through. You know, he changed some of our motives and some of our beliefs. Hmm. Um, it went from beyond just, okay, it's Sunday, today's my reset day, to, okay, this is now every day. Mm. How are you seeking God? Or, you know, how is God challenging your faith? Or how are you growing? You know, sometimes when you're sitting there and you're, you're quiet, <laughs> that's a hard time because you finally, you know, hear who you are and wow. you finally see who you are because, you know, for some of us, you felt alone, but God's been there. Yeah. And this might be the first time that you're hearing from God. And, uh, wow. you know, in the course of our journey, when we were leaving our previous church, I had come completely away from tithing, mm. um, wasn't giving, you know, became very, you know, selfish in a sense. Mm. And it wasn't intentional, but it just became the circumstances of the situation I was in. And um, we were watching, uh, we were watching a sermon and in the course of the message, um, they were saying that it's time for us to understand what giving actually is. Mm. And it's not about money or yeah. anything like that. It's really about obedience. Wow. Because God always gives us grace. He always gives us mercy freely, freely. So no matter if you tithe or not, God is still going to provide for you. But beyond that tithing and giving, if you obey him, that was where the raining down of favor came for me and Robin. Mm. And I remember uh, we were sitting in our living room, Robin and Doc, and I told Robin and Doc, I said, yo, I'm going to honor God with a sacrificial offering. Didn't have the money <laughs> at the moment. Love I said, it. but on this day, I'm going to make a sacrificial offering. I want you guys to hold me to it. Mm -hmm. Literally 20 minutes later, God started honoring that sacrifice. Oh my goodness. 20 minutes. In 20 in minutes. In 2020. <laughs> <laughs> God's got a sense of humor. You know right, he does. Right. He's like, okay, about now. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> right. So he started raining down that favor, and that's been like the start of this journey. And it's like, wow. okay, God, so 
even though I didn't release funds from my pocket, but I just obeyed with my heart and with mm. my faith. This is where you show up or this is how you show up. Yeah. So it's like, okay, God, if that's the case, let me see how far this goes. Come let on. me get reacquainted with it. Yeah. And um, I started being faithful with our tithes and with our offering and we went beyond that. We started blessing other people. It's like, hey, listen, you know, we don't necessarily have all the income. We're not rich, <laughs> um, but we want to sow into people. And the more we sowed into people, we started seeing God honor that. And not from a, a place of, okay, I'm going to put a hundred dollars here. All right, God, where's my hundred dollars? Right. I assure you, it doesn't work that way. Right. That's the misconception. Very big misconception. Yeah. Do you talk about favor? And there is a misconception about favor, I feel like, especially, you know, the church gets a bad rap because of either stuff that others have heard or mm -hmm. they've put on TV or whatever. And so you get this concept of favor is like give to get. Right. Give money, get money. Right. It doesn't and work that way. So, yeah. Talk about favor, man, because, you know, me and you both know it's not just the money. Right. You know, and that's the big misconception. People believe if you sow a hundred dollars, you can immediately go to God and say, God, where am I going to find this hundred dollars that I just sowed? But really, honestly, being faithful and being obedient with your sowing, that's where God's going to drop favor. He's going to drop opportunity. He's going to drop grace. I remember I, I, I believe in my heart because of my giving, I had an opportunity to work from home. Man. I feel as though that wouldn't have happened if I wasn't faithful. And I feel like God rewards and he honors and he gives you unlocked favor mm -hmm. just because you're being faithful with your giving. Yeah. Yeah, I feel so much like there's those of you at home that you feel like God is calling you mm -hmm. to lay something down. And yeah. this might be a season where it's hard to see that. Yeah. Right, because when things aren't all perfect around us or we can't see the other side, it's hard to take that step. Yeah. You know, I think Jesus's main message to all of his disciples was drop it and follow me. Right. That's hard. Yeah. Follow you where? Right. Right. And he said, if you want to gain your life, lose it. You got to lose it. For his sake. Right. And the biggest love is to lay down your life. So it's, it's like this whole following Jesus. It's not something we add on. Mm. It's something we totally surrender to. Yeah. It's full obedience. But... I think those little things of obedience of saying, okay, I feel like this is a season where I'm transitioning or mm -hmm. I'm moving to here. Or maybe some of you, you know, you feel God drawing you to do something else with your life. Yeah. You know, I remember when God called us to Philadelphia, it was one of the hardest decisions we've ever made. You Did know? you cry about it? Huh? Oh, you bet. Yeah. You bet. I did too. And like my family, because like you said, it's hard when it affects others. Yeah. But then you have to think what's on the other side. Right. Who's it going to affect if I don't? do this right what if this was the reason I was made right like what if you stayed comfortable yeah where would you be today right I think there's some of you at home you there's freedom in that that you think because mm -hmm. if you lay that down that you're gonna be trapped or you're gonna be in this place of uncertain can I tell you God's calling you to a new level of freedom a new level of victory yeah. and that thing you're holding on to is actually keeping you from that life of being an overcomer mm -hmm. um, and thanks for being so transparent real about it no no worries man. Uh, it, it says in, in the word it has this this story of where jesus talks about you can't serve two masters mm. right and i think sometimes we come away from that and say you know money's evil honestly i think money is the root of evil it's not evil Mm -hmm. We all need money. We all have to have money to right. make it, right? Mm -hmm. But I think when our focus is on something, it becomes an idol. 
Right. right? It's the think, love of money. Yes. And it becomes a master. And whether you know it or not, you're obeying a master. Right. Whether it's God or mm -hmm. money. You say, oh, I don't want to be led by anything. I, I'm my own master. No, you're not. Right. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. I can tell you, you are mastered by something. Right. And that's what Jesus was making a point of is like, you can't serve two masters. You got to look at your life and say, what is mastering you? And I would ask you at home, you know, if you, you want to know who you're serving right now, what is holding you back from fully going after God? Look at your life. If God asked you to give up everything, what would it be in your life that would cause you to say no? Right. And that, you can find out, is your master. A until we get to the point where we are fully dependent on him, fully content in him, like Paul said, I've learned the secret of yeah. being content. Can you tell us about that when you had that realization of what true contentment was? True contentment for me was just being satisfied with what God was doing. Um, I feel like, a lot of times you may believe that you've gone to a place where you have goals in mind or you have certain things that you've achieved and then you know you realize that okay now that I'm here now what but when you're faithful and you continue to serve God that's where you become content in the spirit of God the joy of the Lord becomes your strength in those cases his resource is so much different than ours but it's so much better so better because sometimes we even pray those prayers of like God give me what we think we need you know, give me this material item or give me, you know, the better house or the better car. Right. We think there's going to be like an end result to our happiness and we're going to arrive. Right. But we never do. Right. You never do. Yeah. Wow. It's until you, you trade for his resource to understand that what's in his hand is so much greater than what's in ours and even what we're asking for. Right. Uh, can you talk about that? Like surrendering your prayer life because I remember walking with you uh, just through that time of surrendering your desires for his. Right. You know what I've learned? Uh, when it comes to certain things that you pray for, God presents opportunities to receive those things that you pray for. Mm. Like you could pray a prayer that says, God, or I remember praying this prayer, God, I want my prayer life to increase. Yeah. Little did I know that it would take getting COVID in order to increase my prayer life. Wow. Like, me and Robin having COVID, I think we were in like, uh, we were in our Slack channel. There was a boldness that came out of that situation. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, hey, listen, this is, this is what's coming against us. This is how we're being attacked. Robin's dad has stage four cancer, mm -hmm. but we believe God that he's been healed from it. Or yeah. we believe God that he's still working miracles. And we've seen those things happen. We've seen, you know, the report of the doctor say that, hey, this is what it is. And they'll say, we're, we're not gonna believe that. We're gonna believe that he's healed. Wow. And then they come back and say, it doesn't look the way it looked before. If you wonder why, that's Jesus. And that's wow. the miracles and the power of the testimony. Wow. So there's those out there right now, I can feel it, that are, have the urgency right now in their spirit. Got something stirring, man. What can they do? What, what, what kind of prayers can they be praying? Just give us some practicals, man. How can we step into that life of overcoming when we feel that stir? Yeah. When you feel that stir, continue to press into it. Uh, Prepare yourself for what God is going to present to you. Uh, just believe that God is still a miracle working God. You know, challenge God and say, Lord, in your word, you say that you're going to, pro you're going to protect, you're going to provide, you're going to be a way maker, you're going to be a promise keeper. When you say those words to God, he honors those words. These are like love letters to his children. When he, pr when he promises, he always provides. Yeah. He always provides. Yeah. I think the biggest thing it comes down to, you know, what I hear out of your story and what I hear out of, you know, where you were, 
is trust. Yeah. Who do you trust? Do you trust the Father enough to say, no matter what you call me to do, no matter what you call me to lay down, yeah. I trust you have my best interest in mind. Yeah. And that's really taken our view off of this, you know, God that's distant to this Father that's close. Yeah. This Father that wants to cradle us and love us and give us the best that, that we can, you know, possibly even not even be able to think about. Because honestly, his ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours. So for us to even comprehend what he has in his hands, we can't. You can't understand it. Sometimes I thank him for not showing me the whole picture. Yeah. Because I think it would blow me away. I yeah. think I'd run away. Right. Right. It's like those equations where you say, like, if it takes me to go through 2020 to possibly lose my job, lose my finances, lose all these things. Look at Job. Job yeah. went through a really tough time, yeah. but he stayed faithful. He stayed faithful to God. Yeah. He believed in his heart. He said, listen, if this is what it is, this is still God. Yeah. Beyond what I believe, totally. it's still God. Totally. Beyond what I see, it's still God. So Sean, I love, I love this, man. I love getting to see the journey. And I think this is gonna be so encouraging to those out there that might be on their own journey yeah. um, and feeling that. And I love the fact that that one decision you made really opened the door to this lifestyle. I think right. that's that's what we don't grasp is like, it's not about the one thing. It is, yeah. but, but that's just the lead in right. to a lifestyle of obedience. Can you talk to us, kind of unravel that with what happened in your life when that one decision was made now? Yeah, where you at? literally it was one decision. Um, you never know how you're gonna wake up and you're gonna hear what God has to say. Mm. But it took literally one word from God and one moment of clarity to take me to believe God with my finances and not just my finances, but it eventually evolved into my life. Mm. To see where, you know, God is honoring me or, you know, he's, he's honoring the sacrifice, he's honoring the time that's put in. I never could have asked for this. If I had asked God, I want you to do it this way, I promise it would have never came out this way. But in God's wisdom, he saw that at that particular moment, it was time for me to understand what I needed to understand in order to trust him with my life. Wow, wow. Five years ago, Sean wouldn't have did this. Come on. Four years ago, wouldn't have happened that way. But literally in that specific moment, and today could be your moment at home. That's right. Today could be your moment where you hear the word from God. Right. right now where you have to commit, you have to trust him like never before. It's September, we're coming into the fourth season right. of this year. This is the moment where you have to trust God, believe with your faith, believe with your life. Make one decision that will be a domino effect of favor. That's what I'm believing God for today. That's huge. In fact, let's practice it right now. If you want that right now, can you just lift your hand and say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Just surrender. That, that's the most beautiful position you can get in, the most yeah. beautiful posture yeah. uh, of being in obedience is just saying, yes, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, sometimes I pray, God, yes, before I even know what you're asking. Mm. I mean, yeah. just say yes in advance yeah. because I trust you. And that's the deal. Like, What once, about when it gets hard though? I've already said yes. <laughs> I've already signed, I've already signed the, the dotted line. That's it. And I think that's having a heart that says, all right, Father, you're good. Mm -hmm. I know you're, and you, you have my best interest in mind. Right. You can do better with me than I can do by right. myself. Right. Yes. Legit. Absolutely, yes. Whatever you call me to, yes. Legit. Yeah, and today can be your day. Just, I'm telling you, right now, just yes, Lord. Make that your, 
declaration. Make that something that flows out of your mouth. Practice it. Say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Sean, can you just encourage those out there that might feel like this season is a wasted season? They feel maybe dejected by God and forgotten about. Um, can you just release, man, what God has spoken of this season? We've been talking about what God has spoken in our spirits and the word that he has over this church. And I, I believe that everybody, even just watching today, you might not be a part of the change family. You might just be tuning in. Hey, guess what? Just because you're tuning in, just because you're connecting with the spirit spirit, you're part of the family. We're the family now. So you're part of that word. Can you just encourage them with what God's speaking over this season of yeah. that fruit bearing season, what God's going to pour fact, let's out pray. in life? Let's pray for it right now. Yeah. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to come before your throne, God. Yes, Lord, we just ask that you would rain down your favor, your grace, and your mercy, Lord. Lord, yes. right now, we ask that you would change our prayer lives to go to a deeper level, God. Yes, we ask that you would show us miracles, signs, and wonders through your spirit, God. Lord, there's people right now that are seeking your voice and they may not understand what you sound like, God, but just make it totally obvious that your hand is on the situation, that you're still in control, that you're still a way-making God, Lord. Lord, in the tough times when we don't understand, when we don't, uh, when we don't see how you're working in a situation, God, reveal it to us when we're ready, God. Yes. Reveal it to us when we have mature spiritual eyes, God. God, we understand that you will never bring us to a place where you're not going to have your hand on us, Lord. God, we trust you. We ask that you would continue to encourage those that feel as though that they can't hear you or they can't see your hand, God. We ask that you would present yourself, present your gospel, present your miracles, present your wonders, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.